We are the awkward situation. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It sort of just follows us. I'm Anne Marie. I'm Echo. And we're here to talk about some very important topics to you today, folks. And if you're listening, if this is your sixth episode, you've made it this far. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate all the positive vibes and and feedback. Constructive criticism has been great as well. We are just having so much fun and we are glad that you guys are giving us um, some feedback to help us along the way. So, with that being said, we're going to get right into it. Um, Today, we're going to talk about... Good sex. Last episode was bad sex. Yeah, we really want to, we really want to do the other side of the coin on this one. <laughs> so, uh, one of the most frequently asked questions that I get, because I incidentally have sex with a lot of black men... Yeah, guys. Incidentally. Mostly black word there. And, um... So the question is, does dick size matter? Like, is bigger really better? Um, if you're asking me specifically, I want to say no. Um, granted, yeah, maybe if you have a micro penis, it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> or, like, if you have, like, a serious lap hog that I'm pretty sure is going to tear me in half, right, it's still going to be hard fast. <laughs> no, but, but like, um... It, it kind of makes a difference in a way, but it's, like, if you yeah, work... Yeah, like, you like being small, full of dick, you yes, know? Like, there's something really special about a dude with a big dick just hitting it right. It really is a unique... And satisfying feeling. But here's the thing. I've also had some of the best sex in my whole entire life with people who have had pretty small Me dicks. Me too. Absolutely. So if you know how to work that you thing, can overcome, fellas. Can you work it? <laughs> what is it? Like sit down? Put my thing down, flip, flip it, it in, in reverse, reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. Anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, that I would say it doesn't matter. I think that you can just compensate. Like, if your penis is a little bit smaller, I don't think that you need to be embarrassed of that at all. I just think that, like, maybe if you don't feel like you can hit it right, like, you've got, like, bad, um, like, dick game, then get really good at eating girls out. And that's something we definitely need to touch on in a future episode because it is something so important to feel Oral on both sides is super important. We will definitely be talking about that. Um, Here's a big thing for me. It's um, faking orgasms. Um, I think that's something that goes... You're not going to have good sex if you're out here faking your orgasms, ladies. Yeah, you feel pretty strongly about this. I do. I think, like, you're doing a disservice to yourself and to the men by telling them they're doing a good job when, frankly, they're fucking not. Right, because how are they going to learn? Right. They're going to think that, like, bad is good. You can have, like, one little awkward conversation where you're like, hey, you know that thing you're doing? Fucking knock it off. Right, like, that's not helping. It might be awkward this one time, but he's going to not do that in the future, and and maybe you'll be able to get there, sister. And the sex will be better. Yeah, absolutely. But, and I've said this before, I think that infrequently 
it can be useful, and I've never faked an orgasm for the record, but I can see how it would be useful during sex as, like, a method of turning a dude on or, like, getting him to, like... And I argue with her on this because do you want a girl faking an orgasm to get you off? Because to me, that's going to emasculate me. It's going to make... But if you don't know, like if it's a good fake and like you think you've made this girl orgasm... I can tell you, I watch a lot of porn. Me too, honestly. (laughs) Maybe I'm healthy. (laughs) That shit's fake. I'm not saying all of it's fake, but a lot lot of of it's fake. fake. (laughs) And like every girl in every porno comes multiple times from penetrative sex. And they always fuck <laughs> And like we don't need to be like girls <laughs> like some gentle moaning is gonna work. Gentle moaning will be fine. I hope you guys like that little collar daddy plug I just did. That's like a thing they do oh. they'll be like knock it off <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we fucking love collar daddy. I'm gonna say it one more we time. Say it every episode <laughs> What, what? No, I'm obsessed with them, though. Seriously, I, if you haven't checked it out, and if you're getting really super bored like between... an advertisement for yeah, Call Her Daddy. If you guys are bored between our super awesome, way better than their episodes, um, and you need something to keep, occupy your time... I wish that our episodes weren't so <laughs> shitty. I know. So that we could reasonably compare. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so faking orgasms, why don't you guys let us know what you think about that? Do you think that faking an orgasm can be a useful tool during sex, or do you think, like Anne-Marie, that it's just honestly more harmful than it is I don't want your sympathy orgasms. (laughs) So, Aqua, tell me about, okay, so you've obviously had some good sex in your life. You've had a lot of it, but what is... 20% of my sex has been good. 20%. That's a solid statistic. So you just have to have a lot of it, and you'll be getting, like, off, like, once a week. I wish. Uh, anyways, guys, <laughs> she gets off a lot. Her vibrators are literally two feet away from us as we're recording right now. No, you gotta keep them on hand. You never know when you're gonna need to vibe one out. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm alone a lot of the time. <laughs> Quarantine has really just amped that up for everyone, too. I don't have anything better to do. All I do is masturbate and eat bad food. <laughs> Yup. And watch Netflix. Like, I've seen everything at oh this point. Oh my god, yeah. I'm sick of watching TV, but also I never want it to end. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and like, I'm combination, like, tired all the time yeah. and always sleeping. I, I don't know no what's going I have no idea on. what day or time it is. Nothing. I Anyway. That's off track. Let's move back. To, to <laughs> so sex. back to, to back to fucking. So back to, to back to fucking. <laughs> what we're all here for. Um, so, Echo, what's your best sex ever though? Like I want to hear about the creme de la creme. Okay. So there's, I have such a hard time with this and you know that, but I want to say like the best like sex move kind of thing that like I, that works the best for me um, is like. When a guy goes down on me and then is, like, fucking me and then goes back to eating me out and then fucks me again. So, it's, like, sometimes guys get a it's little like a tired. Sandwich. It's, like, layers. Yeah, and sometimes guys get a little tired with all the thrusting. And so, it's, like, oh, go take a nice little break in my vagina and then come back for more. Like, that is amazing to me. And it's the perfect combination. And then if you add to that, like, a dude just, like, moving my body for me, like, here, move here. Like, oh yeah, uh, like it, sure. that takes so much pressure off of me and makes it a much more 
more enjoyable experience. That's one of my favorite things about the pretzel maker. It'll be like, um, <laughs> the pretzel maker's a nickname, by the way, guys. I don't know if I've ever mentioned him before. Um, you the, have, definitely. Okay. The pretzel maker. She talks about him all the time. Yes. <laughs> I am obsessed <laughs> with him. No. Um, for real, though, um, he does, like, just sort of manipulate my body around. I really enjoy that a lot. That's, like, I would say that's. That's a huge thing that makes the experience good. Um, foreplay, yeah. foreplay is huge. I also. think that I think like if I had a top five, like I think that assertiveness and maybe like almost aggressiveness would be like my number five. Yeah, honestly, it's so hot when like you're just like walking in there and you're like, "I'm a professional. I got this. Do this. Do that. Yes. Like, just tell me I what like, to do, like, Daddy. Push me against a wall. <laughs> Don't be afraid to hurt me a little bit." Smack me around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not, though. Do it. <laughs> Honestly, though, what I would say, like, one of my favorite things, I was just talking to Echo about this earlier, it's like, I, I kind of, like, I think, like, you edge someone a little bit, you're, like, oh, yeah. teasing them, like, ha, 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 and then they just get so aggressive, it's so hot, it's like, throw me around like a rag doll or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is so inappropriate. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. <laughs> And shout out to my ex. He's our biggest fan. <laughs> hey, baby. I know how much you love me. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to have to clip that out. Anyway, on to um, one of the other things. Maybe number four for me is, like, no condom sex. Oh, bye. Sex. Yeah, yeah, like, if you want to put me in the sex haze. <laughs> We're always, like, just stick here. Stick your bare dick in me. <laughs> We're always just promoting the worst sexual habits. We're, I like, know. It's so but bad. But get tested, guys. Wear condoms. reference back. Yeah. We won't, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the research for you. You don't need to. You can watch the consequences and realize that it's a bad decision. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a huge one. Um, that kind of brings me to an extra naughty one, but, like, I, (laughs) sorry again, Dad, I'm a huge fan of, like, the finisher, you know, like, when a guy, like, just comes in you. When a guy comes in me, like, the feeling of his (laughs) pulsating dick, and I'm not saying this to turn anyone on, and I know it will. But the feeling of their pulsating dick inside of me is easily one of the hottest things in the world. And I hate myself Hold on. for it. Pause. I'm really just jerking off. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to grab that ball and push it. And while you get real wet, soft, just slow it down. Okay, anyways. Honestly, that's starting to turn me on a little bit. When I, when I imagine that my older sister is listening to this episode <laughs> right now, I am giving myself chills i'm so sorry <laughs> shout out to my big sister hi I honey love you. it's okay if you're turned on too oh my god no. <laughs> okay anyways um so one of the big things i think that can make really good sex is um fantasies i think a lot of people especially if you're if you're like someone who has a particular kink yes. i think exploring those things openly and and having an open communication to be able to like do these these things that yeah, you Yeah, and try different things. And that's, communication is honestly one of the biggest things for me during sex that makes good sex, is like, being able to have those conversations without killing the mood, and just being able to, to Yeah, don't make it weird. It's yeah. Like, it's like, just chill. I'm just trying to get off with you, bro. We're just two bodies, <laughs> and we're humans, and bodies are weird, and they do weird things, like, let's move on. Right, for sure. But fantasies are, are huge, and you're right, for people of specific kinks, but even for... Like, 
people like us who just watch a lot yeah. of porn. People like us. <laughs> she means her, guys. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, what's your favorite kind of porn? Fuck off. <laughs> Amory um, just learned this about me. I did. I'm I at- just learned this about me, though, to be fair. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting tidbit. Okay, so favorite I, kind. My favorite kind of porn is gangbang. <laughs> I like gangbangs. And I do, and I kind of like my porn like a, just like a little too aggressive, you know? Guys, I go a free. I, <laughs> I like. I think I would do a gangbang. And do you want to know what? Before <laughs> this is gonna make me sound. Guys, slide so in nerdy. if there's four or five of you. Slide in <laughs> if you're listening up. in a group right now. Maybe you're in your frat house. Slide in. Now's the time. Exploring your fantasies is very healthy. But anyway, before I watched porn a lot, which as you know is pretty recently, I've been exploring this more sexual side of myself. But Coming from the girl who annotated two books for a boy, she barely knew this is going to sound hilarious, is that I used to consume my porn through reading. Like, I, literatica.com was, like, my go-to. If I wanted to masturbate, like, I would go to literatica and read my porn. Oh, honey. And eventually I realized that's that so was much too work. much work. Yeah. What so, the fuck? But no, I'm was, trying to fast forward, like, two minutes in yes, and get shit done. I read through those storylines. Like, I visualized uh, all of that. And so, actually, the first... The first one I really, really liked was a gangbang. And I remember, like, when I was younger, I would really fantasize about it a lot. My goodness, Echo. So it's like, this has been a long I time I cannot coming. believe that we've been friends this long and that I did not know yeah. that about you. Yeah. Um, I like oral porn, honestly. Like, yeah, POV too. oral porn. I Well, I love because such, like, vaginas, like, like coming. Yeah? Yeah, I love watching oral for females up close, and, like, the pulsating clit afterward turns me on, too. Honestly, seeing people orgasm, period, turns me on. It doesn't matter. If you're coming, coming I want to come. <laughs> yeah, it turns me I'm on. I'm in! <laughs> <laughs> me too! I want one! <laughs> and so, that's actually, I think the most important thing that you can do to have good sex is, obviously, to have an orgasm. But, for women, guys, just know this. Post-orgasm penetrative sex is the best sex in the entire world. Oh my god. Like, I want to, I want you to give me an orgasm just so you can fuck me super hard afterward. Because it's going to feel like heaven. Yeah, like, and that's what I'm going for. It's super important. I don't necessarily think that men aren't eager to do it. I think a big part of that goes back to that communication. You know, yeah. you and your partner have to have an open communication. Mm-hmm. And so figure you... out what works for both of you. And So you can't be weird and freeze up about it, which is why we're here. We're embarrassing the shit out of ourselves because we don't want you guys to feel weird talking about it either. So... Uh, so one weird thing that Amory um really loves and she likes to call it the underdog in foreplay is dry humping oh my god you know what there's something so hot about like just making out with someone and that transition to a dry hump where it's like I want to rip your fucking clothes off and your body's just all on someone I live for that I live for teasing honestly in the words of um what's that guy Bo Burnham yeah why is it called dry humping if I always need a towel afterwards? <laughs> I have made a guy come from dry humping before. It surprised me. Honestly. But it has happened. Yeah, like, don't give it up too easy, guys or girls. Like, foreplay. My yeah. God, slow and, it down. And there are And guys so are always many... worried about lasting long enough 
or whatever, unless you're the Egyptian, then you're not, <laughs> you always make your bitches tough out on you. <laughs> oh my gosh, but anyways, um, yeah, they're always worried about lasting longer, but, like, it's not just the penetration, like, that's not the sex, like, it's the whole experience, and so... Foreplay is so integral to that, and foreplay doesn't just mean oral, either. There are so many out, different aspects groping. Yeah, making out, groping, like, push me against a wall a little me. bit... Yeah, me dirty talk. We'll talk about that more. <laughs> if you're episode. good at it. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, back to fantasies, though. What is yours? Like, I revealed myself as a gangbanger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know if I really have one. I think, like, that's probably super weird, but, like, I jump around a lot. Yeah. Like, I, like, sometimes I'll be, like, I'm in the mood for some, like, I don't know, some blowjob porn. Like, sometimes that does it for me. Sometimes I want a lesbian three-way. Sometimes I want to watch, like, a pegging video. Just kidding. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but for real, I, I jump around a lot. I would say something that I've always wanted to do, though, is, like, fucking in a public place. Yeah. Oh, that I, turns me on so much. I've only but ever I would be been scared. with men who are little bitches. I'm not afraid at all. Come at me. If, you, if you're not me. afraid, you're come so at bold. me. <laughs> I can no, never. For real. It's it's something that, like, like, you would be sneaky about it. It's not like I'm trying to, like, have, like, an audience. But it's, like, whatever. Yeah. I think it would be hot. Whatever. Honestly, I don't even think I would mind an audience. I've, like, definitely done hand stuff and mouth stuff in a movie theater. Does that count? Kind of, right? I've like had two that. Com- like, to completion. I've had, <laughs> I've not had that experience. Uh-huh. But I did once have a guy try to put his hand down my pants in a movie theater while I was asleep, quote unquote. You were pretending to be asleep? Yeah. Listen, how about this? Um, I gave a blowjob <laughs> to a guy in a movie theater, to the movie Paddington. Oh my god. <laughs> the animated no. movie. No! I got so close to the mic there, I'm sorry for your ears, Tell guys. Tell me you're lying about no, that. No, dead serious. That's worse than me losing my virginity to Land Before Time, which is arguably one of the best animated series of films. Cinematic adventure, if you will. If we're being honest. But Paddington... Okay, first Explain of all... Explain yourself. First of all, who was watching that movie? Why did you guys... Children, right? No, it was like during a school day. There was like only two other people in the whole theater. They were adults. It was. I like guess a, that was lucky for you. It was a dead theater, but they were why, watching. No, but why did you choose? Why did you choose Paddington? I genuinely wanted to watch the movie. Oh. I'm it was sorry. like one of no, it was like one of my favorite books as a kid, but the movie sucked. So then yeah. I did. <laughs> actually a few times from men men honestly is that having like an emotional connection with someone makes sex better so for some people and I would say in certain cases that's been true for me like having an emotional connection I would say like being comfortable with someone yeah like it makes a huge difference especially if you're like if you're shy or like if you're the complete opposite of Echo and I where you don't want to talk about those (laughs) intimate embarrassing moments which I understand I used to be the exact same way um but if you're not comfortable like 
talking with about things with people, like maybe being with the same person or having like an emotional connection with someone makes that a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, some people just, it's like a lot of shame that surrounds so sex in general. Shame. And I think maybe that sort of justifies it in some people's heads too, honestly. Yeah. So um, I do think that it's, it's super important though to make sure that you are having good sex. Like yeah. get out there. If you're... Listen, we're going to get serious for a minute. (laughs) If you're in a relationship right now, and I'm not calling anyone in particular out, but let let me just say I know a lot of people who are in relationships, and you're not having any sex, but you're definitely not having good sex. So go out there, try some new things. Maybe you need a divorce. I don't know. but Buy lingerie. Masturbate. Get some toys. Watch some porn together. Do some freaky shit, especially during quarantine. What else you guys got to do? Make some quarantine babies. Make some quarantine porn. Yeah, more importantly, (laughs) and share it with us. Please, actually, listeners, if you have any quarantine porn that you have made and would like to share with us, we would be so proud of you. Honestly, we'll critique it. We'll critique your quarantine porn. <laughs> Please don't send us your quarantine porn. <laughs> we have enough of our own. <laughs> so there are a lot of things that can contribute, though, to having good sex. And it's definitely not all just, just like one specific thing that you can do to make sure that sex is good. You have to be kind of adaptable to the situation and kind of connected to whatever your partner is experiencing. And if you're not sure... It's okay to ask. Something I would say as a um, sidecar to that is, like, almost if you if you don't know what your partner is, like, feeling, I feel like you can feel it. You know, yes. like, you, you, can, you can connect with someone on an emotional level, and you can kind of tell that they're not having a great time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always, like, a moment. <laughs> if someone's really phoning it in, you can definitely pick up on it. So right, it's and like, for guys, just listen, like... If you Maybe can ask. tell that your partner is kind of uncomfortable like rigid. or just like having sex with you solely because like you want to be having sex and they're turn not enjoying on. it, like either turn them on and if you can't stop, like don't, don't keep fucking a person that's clearly uncomfortable with it. And I don't care if you think you're entitled to it because you're in a relationship with someone. Like you're if, ruining your own sex life exactly, by doing that. Because you make that person feel violated, even though they are consenting. The feeling of being violated by someone who you would expect to notice that you're uncomfortable is really strong, and so right. and then they're that associating that with you, exactly. and then it's like you wondering you what seems uncomfortable after. That. I feel like I've been in relationships before too, where like you know, like the the other person's like aggressing the situation. Yes. Like I've I want, I want to bang, I want to bang, I want to bang, and you're like. Now I'm good, now I'm good. And then it's, like, I literally get, like, turned off by you yes. at this point. Like, I... Right, you, like, you're pushing me and making me feel guilty for not giving you something that I don't owe you. And at some point, I almost feel, like, it's counterproductive. Yeah. You know, like, I feel it like... It starts a vicious cycle, honestly, of, like, I'm not really turned on by you, you do this thing to try to turn me on, and then, like, get mad when it doesn't, that turns me off more, and on and on and on. Right, and it's just, it's, and it's like if your men aren't trying too hard, maybe they're not trying, maybe they're not trying hard (laughs) enough, I don't know what it is, but I think it it goes, it's a double-sided coin too, because, because as a woman. Communication is two-way. 
Right, you almost, like, expect the man to prioritize your happiness. Some, at least I, I do sometimes in relationships. <laughs> HME if you want to date me. <laughs> um, sometimes you almost, like, expect the other person to give to you, but, like, you're also not giving to them as well. So I think it's, like, it's Give definitely, it yeah, it's, it's a two-sided thing. And I'm so glad that you brought up the emotional connection because even though Echo and I are big, huge sluts, we both have really <laughs> big, huge hearts, and we've been in so many long-term relationships, which is why I can comfortably sit here and give advice and, on it and give you a little bit of advice on yeah, it. Yeah, because we honestly we've seen things that have worked and we've seen things that haven't worked. And so even though most of the things we say are directed towards single people because we're we we are huge we are sluts. Huge. So, it could be hard to relate, but a lot of the sex advice that we give can be employed in your long-term relationships. You just have to figure out how to be comfortable with someone and to communicate what you want and what you need and what you want to experiment with. That's the most terrifying part. And and our hope for you all is that if you can get comfortable listening to us talk about it, that maybe you can get comfortable listening to us talk about it with your partner and then maybe you will feel comfortable talking about it with yes, your partner. Yes, and then we will all have better sex lives. And that's what we deserve. We do deserve that. Um, anyways, guys, I hope everybody's out there having some good sex. Um, hit us up with some, some content. We need some stories. We need some questions. Quarantine is boring. We are going to get more into the roster charter. We are going to devote an entire episode to that for you guys. So watch out for that coming up soon. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, um, we're going to be talking to you about oral sex as well. Yeah, we're going to show you how to work it. Whether you're male or female, we're giving you guidance. Yeah, so tune in for that fun little tasty nugget. And stay safe, stay quarantined, test your dick, don't wear condoms. I mean, do wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you guys. Bye.